Drama City's got that small town mentality. Come promote your music. Come talk about your insanity. No need to keep your PG, so feel free to say whatever you please. You can talk about the weather. You can talk about religion. You can talk about the news. Doesn't matter what you say. Just for sure what you say is true. But don't worry, just come through. We can have some laughs and giggles. We can even spit some riddles. I'm some fire instrumentals. Yeah, that's how we get down. Drama City's got that small town mentality. 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 That's probably where I'm I'm fucking everything up because I should be recording through a program and not my own recording software. Yeah, it's letting me record now. All right, cool. And does it just send it to you afterwards? Uh, yeah, it'll convert afterwards. Like it'll like it'll create the the file afterwards. Um, and then I just take that file and I convert it in VLC to audio and then I import that into audacity and it's good to go. That's my usual process. Um, but like, I mean, you're using something other than audacity, so who knows? Do you know you hear my, uh, yeah, I heard it. My sound effects. <laughs> yeah. I can't hear them though, because I got it plugged into the laptop. That's weird. Huh. Well, that's not as fun. I'm gonna use this though when I um when I record in house because I just downloaded an app and figured out how to put it in here. Yeah, what app? It's just like a meme sound app. <laughs> oh, is it like a Yeah, so I need, I need soundboard. Some, yeah, I need something like that. So yeah, you can get apps like crazy. They're all over Google Play. I don't know what you use. Yeah, it's Google Play. Uh what what app are you what app are you playing with now? Uh it's called Meme and Vine Soundboard. It had four point five stars, so oh no. I'll give it I'll give it a try. Now it's playing a commercial. Oh, I'm sure you could get rid of those for a fee. Oh yeah. Anyways, I guess this is a small town mentality podcast. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Um, Randy's not here, but I do have a guest for today. Uh, I've known him for quite some time, but this is the first. Well, that's not really the first chat we've ever had because we tried to do this once before. Like, yeah, while I was running, at work, I believe. Yeah, you're running a crane or something. Um, this is Brian from the Herfcast. What's going on, everybody? So he does a podcast about uh, smoking cigars and drinking whiskey, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's not necessarily about cigars, but... That's just cig- what you do. C- yeah, cigars are definitely had while podcasting, um, yes. while, while, while conversing. It's more of a long-form t- long conversation uh, podcast. Yeah. So. I try not to just have me and somebody else. I, I like to have a group. That's just kind of the way... I like to run my show, but sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes it's just me and Randy. So that's just me and you tonight. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is pretty much what I'm used to. Um, More intimate, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's kind of rare that I get anybody in studio anymore. 
Uh, yeah. Although this week I should have a couple guys here uh, drinking some beers. Um, but uh, yeah, usually it's 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 one on one via video chat. So yeah, speaking of drinking beers, that's why I took a sip. Yeah, well, that's I I'm being bad. I got a uh, I got some Elijah Craig, uh, but I got to go to work tonight, so I got to take it Uh-oh. easy on said Elijah Craig. And uh, I am smoking a uh, Sereno 20th anniversary. I don't know. I've never never had one before. It came in my Janice Tabacco Cigar of the Month Club that I got today. That I recorded a video for right before we got hooked up here. What do you do, like uh, reviews or something on YouTube? No, I don't do reviews. Uh, I do a couple of, like, for Janice Tabak and Stogie Bird Cigar of the Month Clubs. Like, I'll just throw a video up of what I get in those Cigar of the Month Clubs every month. And I'll get, like, five or 12 views on each of them. I got you up on my laptop and my TV. I, do you want me to re-angle my camera? Because it looks like it's barely clipping me. <laughs> no, I, I, I got you. Uh, it's, like, it's like perfect. Like the, the edge of the video is right along your back. So I, I missed that last I, part. For some reason, it froze. I get the, I get the full view of, of your studio, so it's nice. Yeah, uh, I got a lot of extra shit in here right now because um, <clears throat> I just got a business partner, and he's moving some stuff in and taking some stuff out. This is a... You can't, I don't know if you can see this. Nope. It's a brand new soundboard. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's, uh, you've been talking about it. Um, hopefully uh, get used to that and yeah, figure I don't everything have out. I don't think I have it fully dialed in yet, but <laughs> uh, it's got eight mics. I'm used to having the four mics. And then it's got uh, USB, Bluetooth, and... Finally, I could get like uh, effects and stuff. Sounds like. Yeah, that's something I wish. I wish mine had uh, Bluetooth. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I hooked the Bluetooth up. I got to figure that out though. I hooked it up with my phone. I couldn't hear the sound effects coming through. Yeah, I was able to hear them, but you weren't. Yeah, when I'm when I'm plugged into my amp, I can hear them come through the mixer, and it was picking up on my recording software. For some reason, when I take calls, I think I just can't use Mixcraft, which is what I use. <laughs> Uh, I've been a Mixcraft guy since '09, back when I used to record music, and uh, I had Mixcraft Five for a long time, and it started shitting out on me. So I'd like lose files, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's gone forever. You should get Mixcraft Eight because it—I um, can't remember what they said. It has like safety features in place that will save your audio." So I shelled out 89 bucks for Mixcraft 8. <laughs> Damn, dude. So so you would just like randomly lose all your shit? Yeah, when I first started the pod, I think we lost probably 10 episodes. So we'd record an episode oh. and it'd just disappear. That's gone forever. Sucks. Yeah, like it was never even there. And it's like two hours, you know. So that's why we're on episode 113 instead of like 125 where we should be. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, yeah. uh, I guess that's one of the nice things about being used to doing it this way because I... I'll have the video and then, uh, you know, I'll have an audio version. So it's like, I kind of have like backups for myself. Yeah. It'll save the audio now. And, uh, so there's, since I got Mixcraft eight, there's been a few times where I thought I lost it cause it didn't save. And then, 
somewhere deep in my computer, I ended up finding just the audio. So I could, uh, I, got, I was able to save those episodes and I was like, Oh sweet. It was a good purchase because it's still, it yeah. saved it. But yeah, I'm a mixed craft guy. I don't know what else is out there. I'm sure there's tons. I know everybody, uh, that podcasts, there's probably 90% of people that podcasts use, uh, what were we just talking about? Audacity. That's the one. That's the biggest yeah. one I think out there. Oh yeah. I think mainly because it's free and I don't know, a dumbass like me could, could figure out the basic features and be able to put something out. Like I'm, I'm, I could learn so much more. I just don't have the fucking time to do it. So I, 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 I do what I can. And like every, every once in a while I'll get a chance to fuck around with, with different effects and, you know, between that and the soundboard, uh, trying to figure that stuff out, but it's not very often I get the extra time to do it. So. Yeah, I gotta mess around with it, and I gotta get Michael in here uh, so we can mess around with it together. Because I don't think he quite knows how to use uh, soundboards and stuff. I'm more advanced, but I'm still pretty amateur at soundboards. <laughs> yeah, like I know how to hook everything up now, but other than that, I don't know how to like dial it in perfectly. I mean, I think our sound quality is better than a lot of guys I listen to. So. <laughs> And I'm not trying to be a dick, but I listen to some podcasts, you know, friends of mine or whatever. I'm like, Ooh, that, that quality, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes, sometimes I, I screw that shit up too. Uh, yeah. you know, like my, the, the last episode I did with Daryl Davis and coffee black, I, at the, at least at the end, I was real low. Like my mic was real low and, um, that pod, I was going to say that pod made me feel real racist. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Telling us to apologize and stuff. I was like, am I a bad person? <laughs> uh, I mean, it, you definitely, you definitely get a different perspective uh, than, yeah. than what we're used to being, uh, you know, white guys. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a white guy from a small town too. And I heard, um, I heard somebody saying that, Oh, I was listening to kill Tony and this girl got up on stage and she said her boyfriend said the N word a lot. And I was like, because they're from a small town too. And I was like, yeah, you hear a lot of that from white guys in a small town. Yeah. yeah. I don't personally do it. I'm not saying I never have when I was like a stupid teenager or whatever. Yeah. But I don't, I don't do it anymore. To me now it just, it feels off. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. That's, it's like, uh, you hear somebody say that you're like, Ugh, that's not yeah. right, man. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, there, there's definitely been a, a few, a few more, cringeworthy instances uh yeah. in the in the recent in the recent past uh than than there would have been in the distant past you know yeah when you're a stupid teenager you know you hear all these people i don't know this probably isn't the conversation I mean you should have but it was on your most recent episode so it's fresh in my mind i guess but no, thank, thanks 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 for listening thanks for listening well, yeah i, appreciate I mean it. i try to keep up on my guests yeah <laughs> yeah well and uh, like i said we've known each other for quite some time now with the groups and things yeah sorry my sorry that like that along with most of my most recent episodes uh are all like fucking three hours long so yeah uh, i didn't so, i could sorry about it. that yeah <laughs> well i didn't start it i mean i had th- i i had a long night last night but i had uh, recently downloaded three kill tonys and i got those out of the way first and i was on, on my way home and i was like oh i should check this guy out before i have him on tomorrow <laughs> yeah you know that's sometimes I'm good with that. Most of the, most of the time I, I, uh, I'm pretty good with that. Uh, at least, at least listening to one or two episodes, uh, if it's not somebody I regularly li- listen to, 
Yeah. In, in the normal rotation. Yeah, I'm surprised you're not in the rotation. Um, but I listen to a lot of Baker names. I, I listen to a lot of you know, like Legion of Skanks and things like that. Kill Tony's yeah, and I, I gotta ones. I gotta check those two out. Um no, my my mains, I mean Rogan obviously, uh and uh that's that's pretty much even with him, I'm not I'm not listening to every episode. Uh I just I haven't had the time that I used to have to listen to podcasts. So now it's like I, I'm cherry picking from him. I'm cherry picking from our group. Um and just you know, most of the uh most of my subscriptions are just gaining gaining backlogs that I'm going through and deleting a lot of. But. Yeah, I do that too. There's some podcasts I used to listen to I don't listen to as much anymore, like business ones. But yeah, I'll only listen to Rogan. A lot of people do, but I only listen to him if he's got somebody I like on. Like Rogan's okay, but I only listen to the episodes if he, he's talking to somebody I like. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's either somebody I like or somebody who's you know like an expert in something I want to learn about. I listened to that Edward Snowden one because it was it sounded interesting and everybody was talking about it. It was all yeah. over Twitter and Facebook and shit. Yeah. So I checked that one out and I was like, ah, oh, this is pretty good. I mean, I wish he would have uh, had more conspiracies than he did. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of what I was listening for. Like, come on, what's going? What's the government up to? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, it's fine. I was like, no, it's not, man. <laughs> There's conspiracies out there. You got to let us know. Yep. The only conspiracy he you know, he went into was the one that he got in trouble for. So yeah, that and the phones. Yeah. Well, everybody knew about the phones. I think Yeah. I've been, I've been saying about this for years and I've probably brought it up on the show with plenty of times, but I always tell people like Google's had a dossier on every American citizen plus since like 2007. I mean, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. You're out there. If you ever had any kind of social media anything they got they got you already and people always freak out like oh they're data mining they i mean don't download this app they're just i mean every app is data mining you it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> yeah that's plus uh you know he mentioned snowden mentioned like the terms and conditions like they they could change them at any time that they want yeah. and they don't have to notify you and you have a signature on file so yeah it doesn't matter it, even if even if you did read that entire 30 page terms of conditions uh, and you felt like it was reasonable to click okay, uh, you know, the next week they could have fucking changed everything and you agreed to a bunch of shit that you had no idea about. So Yeah, that's kind of how uh, bills are passed through Congress, too. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. It says one thing, but uh, that, one thing they, that one thing that they're trying to pass through legislation on the bill but you don't see the other 500 pages, but you know, underneath that one. Exactly. They push way more than just the one thing. Yeah. And that's how you get those, uh, those ridiculous laws. Like, uh, uh, you can't chain an alligator up to a fire hydrant on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. They just attach it to another law and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's weird how things work. I've got ideas. I mean, nobody knows how to fix the fucking government. It's just the government. You can either sit back and watch it, or you can act. You can know you could be an uh, activist, which honestly, in the long run, doesn't get anything done either. So it's almost pointless to be on one side or the other. Yeah, I mean, it it all depends on how you look at it. Like grand scheme of things, 
Uh, yeah, the puppets are going to get controlled. Uh, you know, as, as far as uh, being an active part in your local politics, uh, I mean, it all starts at the local basis. Uh, but I, I, think I think local, you can get way more done than, than you know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, But unfortunately, like as, as those locals progress up the chain, uh, the, the more likelihood that there is that, uh, you know, everybody's got a price. So, yeah, you, I mean, you can scream and shout all you want on Twitter about stopping this and stopping that. It's never going to, if that's all you're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's never going to change anything. I've had to, I don't know, I even know if I should say, I try to stay out of politics for one. So, so do I, man, I, except for my race relations episodes. I'm a glutton for punishment sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, stay, I stay away from politics for the most part. And then every once in a while, it's just like, so tell me why it sucks being a white guy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm never going to say I'm not racist because that would, everybody's got a little bit in them, which is, I don't know if it makes me a martyr to admit that, but my form of racism, I think is more on the funny side. I try to say funny things. Sure. It's a little racist, but to me, it makes me laugh. Yeah. But I don't know. I think everybody's a little, I don't hate anybody is the difference. Yeah, exactly. Like, Some people claim not to be racist and hate a lot of people. I mean, I, I don't, I've never seen a single person in my life like, ah, get out of here. You know what I mean? I don't care. Yeah. I'm just a poor person. You're just a person. If yeah, you're exactly. nice, I'm nice. If you're a dick, I'm a dick. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, if I, if I don't want to fucking spend any time hanging around with you, then I'm just going to fucking walk away. Yeah. I don't care color-wise, attitude-wise is what gets me. <laughs> No, it, it really is. It, it really comes down to, to the person. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you're, if you're an asshole white guy, then I'm going to be like, yeah, fuck that dude. If you're a cool black guy, I'm going to be like, Hey, let's fucking get together, smoke a yeah. cigar, have a couple drinks. Um, you know, it, it doesn't, like you said, it, it, it matters on the, on the character of the person than, uh, than what fucking color their skin is. Yeah. But I'm never going to claim not to be racist. If I claim that, you're going to find something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I mean, when, when you talk about that, you're, you're going to have your, everyone's got their preconceived notions of everyone. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone, you know, you can't judge a book by, by its cover. True. But uh, I mean, everyone has a first thought of anyone that they come across, you know. And I've, I've had way more fun being racist with the race in question yeah. than I have with other white people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, I don't know. that's, you know, the, all the, all the uncomfortable moments come from, uh, you know, the, not the people that you're, that you're talking about. Yeah. Unless you're being an asshole. True. I don't know, man. It's not really my thing. I just, I'm just going to be myself. And if I get in trouble for being me, then that's, I think it's more on you than it is me because I'm just living my life. <laughs> if you get offended by something, that's, I don't understand being offended. I mean, that's just on you, man. That's just something you don't like. Change the channel or whatever. Exactly. That's, uh, I mean, it's not like I have anything to lose if somebody doesn't fucking agree with me. Uh, yeah. What, what, what are you going to do? My, my family loves me. <laughs> Back in the day, if you didn't like the way somebody was you just didn't hang out with that person yeah you didn't Nowadays, associate with them you gotta try to hit them up on twitter or, or leave a bad review or take their job or whatever else yeah oh, fine. Shit. 
fine, leave a bad review. Leave, leave your opinion. That's fine. But don't try to ruin somebody's fucking life over it. Wait, do you remember before social media, you just didn't, you're like, you told your friend you didn't like that person, and that was pretty much the end of it. Yeah. You just didn't hang out with them. And that was the, the IRL, <laughs> IRL social media. Yeah. I don't understand when all this stuff changed. I don't know. I think people talk about it more than it's happening, to be honest, like we are right now. Yeah, so I, I agree. Um, that's, you know, it's the the majority is the minority basically um you know the in in social networks the the majority of people are outraged but in reality that's a minority of people uh you you'll you'll find more people getting along and uh being reasonable to each other in the real world uh and that that truly is the majority of people but when everything online is focused to the negativity that makes it seem like they're 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 the true majority, which just isn't. It doesn't seem to be likely in all of my experiences. Yeah, the one percent with the loudest voice, yeah. and that one percent also runs everything. So it's hard at the same time because the one percent also owns all the the studios, you know, Hollywood, and they run social media. Yep. So it's hard to be. I don't know. It's hard to stay out of it also. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, how, how many times have we mentioned so far just uh, in the past 15 minutes how we don't like to talk politics and here, here we yeah. are talking about social injustice and politics and shit. That's true. I think to me, honestly, because this show's more fun usually and I, I try to be outrageous, shock jockey, if you will, I guess. I don't know. I say stupid things to try to get a laugh. That's my life. But yeah. when it's, these one-on-ones, like I said, I, it tends to get more real. Like every time it's me and Randy, we go into mental health and all this other stuff, which I don't mind. It, I think it actually benefits you to get that stuff out. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. We just, yeah. I just get into what I get into. And when, I, when it's one-on-one, you get into more real things, I think, than joking around. Yeah, it's harder to bounce ridiculous thought processes off of uh, you know, each other instead of a group of people. Yeah. And I bomb a lot, which is, uh, apparently funny to a lot of people. <laughs> hey man, that, that's, that's where the gold is made, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's what happens to a lot of people that the Shane Gillis's of the world, when you tell a joke and it bombs in the room, people think it's funny. Yes. But sometimes if you say something racist and it bombs, that just makes you a racist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But if everybody yeah, laughs, then it's fine. <laughs> but that's how you work out jokes. I yeah, mean, that's that, there's there's a fine line there. But. Yeah, if you don't say the thing, you don't know if it works. I guess that's exactly. what a lot of happens with a lot of comedians. They'll try it in clubs and stuff. It doesn't work, and they're like, "All right, well, let me tweak that or get rid of that one or whatever." But yeah. sometimes just saying it puts them in a bad spot. <laughs> yeah, and that's I mean that's that's something that. Uh, <laughs> You know, a lot of people that listen to comedy podcasts or podcasts by comedians that, you know, will understand that. But most people don't listen to comedian podcasts. So they don't they don't get the explanation like we've heard a thousand fucking times, you know. I I live and breathe comedy, man. I'm not a comedian myself, which I've said before. Uh, I've thought about it my whole life pretty much, but I've pretty much... 
since about 12 years old, it's been nothing but hip hop and comedy in my life. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, I've talked to, I talked to quite a few like local comedians here and like, I've told them all the same thing. Cause like, you know, like their thing with a lot of comedians, like, yeah, try it. Like if you ever, yeah, just fucking try it. And I, I've told them, it's like, I had, you know, I've, I've thought of some, some, uh, some bits that I think that could possibly be funny. I don't consider myself to be a comedian or what I consider myself funny enough to, uh, funny enough to put forth any effort into it. But like, I've told them all the same, like, oh yeah, you know, just go do an open mic. It's like, no, I, I love my family too much that, that if I get on stage and I do happen to, to have a couple funny jokes and I get the laughs and I become addicted, like I, I, I love my family too much to get involved with comedy uh, to the point where I would end up on the road or anything like that. Yeah. I felt I've, I had that same thought. Um, I don't know how to write jokes for one. Yeah. And uh, so free form is kind of my thing. Like podcasting is, is my outlet for comedy and, and everything. It's my form of therapy. But um, yeah, I've had that same thought. Like what if something happens and I actually get decent at it? I got a wife and two kids and a full-time job. I can't be out on the road and that's the only way to get better is to go out on the road. Yeah, exactly. So it's a catch 22. Yep. <laughs> so I'm setting my alarm here. I got a, got a heart out. Yeah. I got to work tonight. So what time are you working? Uh, I work at 11, so I got to stop at, at the latest. I got to stop at like 10 so I can run out the door. You're an hour ahead of me. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, I don't really have a set time for the show. So whatever happens, happens. I don't even know where we're at. Uh, neither do I. <laughs> I don't remember when I hit record. Yeah, who knows? Whatever. Um, I did get a couple questions, though, we can get into, I guess. Yeah, I've I, I seen a couple of those. I don't know if you've gotten any more since then. but I'm looking right now. I got a retweet. That's the only thing that's happened so far. Let's see. Del- Delvin asked uh, why Batman never never gets charged for child abuse. It's, it's definitely a longer form than that, but that's what I remember of it. Yeah, why hasn't Bruce Wayne ever been under investigation for child abuse? He takes in these orphan boys out to fight crime, and no one notices the bruises. One of them actually died under his care, and no one said anything. I don't remember which, which part of Batman this is. I don't remember uh, him taking in orphans. Oh, um, I think that goes along with uh, Robin's storyline. Okay, so comic books then? I w- yeah, definitely not the movies. Yeah, I was going to say, I, don't, I never read any of the comic books. I don't know, because yeah. he's Bruce fucking Wayne. He's got a lot of money. We were talking about politics in Hollywood earlier. Same difference. Yeah, that, if, you that got was, a, if you're popular and got a lot of money, you don't get in trouble for shit. <laughs> yeah, that, that was going to be my response. Like He's got all the money in the world. Uh, I mean, he, he's getting away with it the same way that uh, Epstein got away with it for so long. You know, I was watching uh, Rhythm and Flow earlier, and one of the judges on that show is Cardi B, who was supposed to go to jail for drugging and robbing people. <laughs> but now she has a TV show. So see what yeah. happened there. Justice. Yeah. <laughs> also T.I., which, but T.I. actually went to jail, didn't he? Prison, I think. I don't you know, know what, how much rap culture you know, but I know he was selling guns and got caught. <laughs> uh, all I know about T.I. 
is uh, the recent memes about him taking his daughter to get the virginity check. Oh, yes. I did hear about that on a podcast. Uh, he so did that, a podcast, and they asked him about his daughter. Yeah, and he said he goes every birthday and checks her hymen, which is odd. Yeah, which uh, in, in response to that, I seen like some, some OBGYN had a uh, explanation of how like you, you, you can't, like that's not how it works, basically. Um, well, honestly, I listened to the interview that he did, and it sounded like he was joking to me, anyways. Yeah. Well, you know, it. I don't know. I find it hard to believe that anybody would take that out of context and make it into something that it wouldn't be, right? Not, not this day I, and age. I mean, they were joking around on a podcast, and he said that, and it sounded like he was trying to be funny. I don't know if you heard the clip. No, I, I haven't heard anything. I can't remember what podcast I was listening to. I think it was Real Ass Podcast or something that they were playing the clip. But yeah, I was listening to it. It sounded like he was joking. Well, probably. But like I said, you know, it's it's not like anyone this day and age to take anything out of context and turn it into something that's not. Or a tweet you did 10 years ago. Yeah. Or you say a, a racist term as a character and then lose your job at SNL. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you are into that Shane Gillis stuff, but he was obviously in character uh, in joke form, but yeah. whatever. Lose your job, I guess. I listen to Shane Gillis's podcast. I enjoy it. <laughs> Let's see. There's, there's just too many. That's I, I try to, like in, in, our, in our Twitter group, I try to listen to as many, as many of those shows as I can. But... Man, there's only, to, there's only so much time. I listen to a couple here and there. I used to listen to them all the time, but I don't know. I just started getting back into the bigger stuff. And I we've kind of fallen out a little bit. Not with people, but I feel like I was closer to a lot of the podcasts than I am now. Sometimes we still get on some pretty good rants, but that group, uh, like this last week, hasn't had much going on in there. Yeah, it's been pretty quiet. But that's okay know. sometimes. I mean... You know, with, with with the shit that we get into, sometimes you sometimes the silence is nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets pretty rough sometimes. Um, but yeah, I used to have a lot of them guys on and stuff. We used to have another group called uh, the NSFW Podcast Group, and that's where I got started with all these guys. And then I was in like six or seven groups, and then I had this guy. I don't know. Do you listen to who are these podcasts? No. Oh. Well, I had this guy on my network, and um, his name was Seamus, and he had like 20-something. <laughs> okay, you know. Yeah. He had like 20-something podcasts. Anyways, he did some shit to me and some and made somebody quit the network, and so I, I pretty much fired him, I guess, kicked him out of the network or whatever. Yeah. And then he got into it with like all of the podcast people and, and pretty much fucked himself because now he's on Who Are These Podcasts every week, oh, which yeah? I think is funny. But, yeah, but isn't that just giving him publicity that he doesn't deserve? Yeah, well, maybe. It, brought, it definitely made his show more popular. People hate listening to that thing like crazy, which I wouldn't mind. Hate listening to me. I don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, Downloads a download, buddy. Yeah, he kicked me out of all those other groups because he, uh, he ran the groups, and so he blocked me, you know, which automatically kicked me out of all the groups. Yep. And so there was just the one group left. And then um, the people that ran that group left and then like two or three of the networks got into some big fights and everybody left that group. And 
So I created my own, which is the one we're all in now. But yeah, back in the day, we used to all do each other's shows and we were all a part of these big things. But I also started working 80 hours a week instead of the 40 I was. So that puts a damper on things also. Yeah, exactly. That's with, with, with me, it's working swing shift. I can't, I can't schedule anything with any amount of time. So, yeah. But now that I've got this set up and, and hopefully this works out what we're doing right now, cause then I could get some more guests. Like I would have been screwed for tonight if you didn't say anything to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's what I'm good at. Saving people from getting screwed. Yeah. And running cranes. Yeah. Yeah. Move, moving steel. I also move steel, but it, it's on wheels. <laughs> okay, so so you you don't just do uh, tankers; you do all kinds of stuff, or what? No, just tankers right now. But I've I've uh, ran probably most of the different kinds of. I've done belly dumps, side dumps, uh, straight tractor. I've done low boy, mm, dry box. I've done reefer. I've <laughs> done all of it. No. I've never done I've never done pneumatics, but pneumatics is like sand dollars and and like soda ash and what's that baking soda? No. <laughs> they just move the powders. No. No, that's uh my my work history, there there's a lot in the steel industry. Uh then uh I was an EMT for a while and um that's Pretty much uh, Whole Foods. I worked at Whole Foods for like six and a half years at the distribution center. There's, I don't think we have enough time on this show to tell you all the places I worked. Since I was about 15, I've probably had 150 different jobs. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, well, like I said, like the most notable, uh, yeah, yeah. Note, noteworthy, uh, it's been like steel slitting plants and warehouses and shit like that. So I've done some oil field. I've done some tire and lube. I've done... A little bit of everything. Cooking. Yeah. Did a lot of cooking. Assistant managing. <laughs> so speaking of lube, don't you have a sponsor uh, called Spunk Lube? Yeah, spunklube.com. Use promo code STMPOD at checkout. Uh, save yourself 10% on all their items. I believe it's all their items. I don't know. Jeff doesn't talk to me much. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, so so lube, Spunk Lube, STMPOD. There yep. you go. Shout out to Jeff from Spunk Lube. He's he's actually a really cool dude. Um, we've had a few chats, but uh, yeah. he he just sent me a t shirt and some more lube and stuff. But he's a good dude. He also uh, shares. If you go to their Twitter page, they share all kinds of disgusting sex acts. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which some some I enjoy. Some I'm like, why did I just watch that? But uh, the way I live my life is, I ask that question after I watch it, not before. Hey. <laughs> You got to experience uh, everything. Otherwise, you don't know what you're up against. I always say, why did I watch that? Not, should I watch this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is why I like eFucked. Uh, eFucked is a uh, website with all kinds of fucked up porn, which is fun. Uh, interesting. Yeah, they have like cum compilations and porn fails and all kinds of stuff. Porn fails, huh? Yeah, the cum compilations is... Is uh, it's like cum haters, so they get these girls, porn girls, are getting cum on their face and like throwing up and stuff. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to E fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know, man. I'm weird. I'm, I'll, I've always been into that weird, disgusting stuff since way back in the day when they had um, like that's fucked.com and, and the, what is that one? The pain Olympics and shit. Yeah. And the, two I, girls, I, one cup. I, I remember the pain Olympics. Um, and yeah, two girls, one cup, but that stuff always made me laugh more than be disgusted, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean the pain Olympics, uh, I don't, I don't think I laughed at that one. That, that, that I'm was, pretty sure I made jokes. Well, I mean, jokes are one thing, but like, yeah. I mean, a- after the fact, but like while, while watching it, it's like, Jesus fucking, like, why? Why would well, these people fucking do this? While watching Two Girls, One Cup, and I know I've said this many a time, but I was eating chocolate pudding at the time. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you finish the pudding? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, it didn't bother me one bit. And everybody else in the room was like disgusted. <laughs> yeah. And it was fun. That's just who I am. I always make the joke. I'm the guy that makes the joke at the funeral. And I don't know, man. We had this, uh, our pretty good friend die a couple of years ago. And uh, everybody's at the funeral. You know, you know everybody because it's a good friend. And we were all just standing outside laughing, which to me, I think he would want more than anything. But yeah. that's just, that's who I am. We get in a circle and make each other laugh. Yeah. And that's, I mean, in, in all reality, like, uh, you know, especially like at, at the wake, the viewing, whatnot, uh, you're, you're going to remember everything. Like you're going back and remembering good times and whatnot. And yeah, you're, you're going to have laughs. I mean, in most cases anyway, uh, yeah, you're going to, you're going to be telling good stories and, and all that, remembering the good times. So I, I think that it's, it's more for that than to sit there and, uh, oh shit, this is such a fucking shame, you know? <laughs> Yeah, most of the time I don't. I stay out of the whole funeral game. I've only been to the one, um, but I'd rather not go and just have my memories. You know, I don't want to see anybody like that because then when I think back on who they are, that's the image I'm going to see, which is going to yeah. suck. I'd yeah. rather just see the happy stuff. <clears throat> I I definitely see that. I don't know, man. We we're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, hey. politics, PC culture, cancel culture, funerals comedy <laughs> yeah uh so uh what's what's the newest on the uh on the vaping ban i haven't kept up honestly i haven't even noticed there was a vaping ban i think it was um i think it was federally but uh states laws kind of trumped that out i guess i don't know yeah because I, our the place where we get all our stuff hasn't stopped selling it and that's out of like texas i think where we buy our vape juice yeah and the place here in town, I mean, I just bought this brand new one, which you can't really see from where you're at. But I, I haven't seen a difference. People are still making juice and selling vapes as far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I think there's still, from what I read on Twitter and stuff, I think they're still um, waiting to hear from like legislature or something. Legislation? I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyways, that first question was by Delvin Cox, by the way, and that's at <laughs> Delvin underscore Cox on Twitter. Uh, we do have another question from the Gary Miller show. Is that Carrie? Oh, the Carrie Miller show. I yeah. thought it was Gary. No, there, there's a Gary in the group, but, uh, that's a different, that's a different show. Oh, uh, the Carrie Miller show at Carrie Miller show on Twitter. And that's C A R Y. Uh, he just told me, gave me a shout out, shout out on his show. I'm going to check that out on Monday or Sunday night, I guess. 
When you take a piss, do you take your balls out too or just your dick? Dick and balls. That's me. I'm a, I'm a full dick and balls. It, it depends on um, where I'm at and what kind of situation it is. Most of the time, it's, uh, it's everything. But. Yeah, I'm a drop your pants at the urinal, urinal kind of guy. <laughs> right, right around the ankles. No. No, I don't do that. Uh, but I heard that was like the ultimate, um, like real troll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just trolling people in real life. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, usually dick and balls. Yeah. Uh, for the most part. Do you think that chicks vaginal halitosis can smell when it, when they take a piss? I don't know what that is. I'm uneducated. I never passed the eighth grade. I'm, I'm guessing, uh, you know, smelly badge. Can they smell it when they take a leak? Smelly um, badge, smelly badge. <laughs> what are they feeding you? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say probably. probably not. You don't think so? No, I mean, you think they got to sit down so they're closer to it. Yeah, but. Uh, if you're taking a shit, you're bent over most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to say maybe, maybe a little bit, but probably not. I mean, you think everything's pretty much contained. Uh, I don't bowl, go around in the bowl. My, yeah, I don't go around smelling my dick. Yeah. They probably have no idea. They wait for a dude to go down there and come right back up. Yeah. Um, he asked several questions, by the way. We got two more from him. Have you or your wife ever farted having sex? That is a no. After and before, sure. Um, but she did tell me not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, we were out drinking or something. She said she has thought about it during sex, trying to hold it in. <laughs> yeah, that's she's always I, hold it, held it in though. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I don't, I can't remember any time that I that I ever have, and uh, I can't remember any time that that my wife has either. So, naked farts are way louder, <laughs> way more of a clap. Yeah, I think <laughs> no, there, there's nothing to dampen the sound there. No. And the last one is, do you have an Eskimo, Eskimo brother? And I do. I probably have more than one. I probably have several. Um, they're not really friends of mine. You got, I think Eskimo brother, you have to be friends. But our best friend of like 25 years, we do stuff every weekend. We are Eskimo brothers um, to a crazy lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, I, I, I've got one that I know of, uh, off the top of my head. Uh, and again, like, yeah, me and him best friends, uh, since shit fucking middle school or something. Um, and I mean, he ended up getting married to her, having, uh, three kids and getting divorced. So, um, it's kind of dodged a bullet there. Well, that's the only questions I had. Um, I, I, I really do think I probably have quite a lot cause I dated some horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They call them, uh, here they call them Valley girls and it's not like the California Valley girls. These are from a place called Bridger Valley and it's a tiny little town and uh, they definitely pass each other around men and women. <laughs> yeah. So. Small towns, you don't have much options. So you, the options you do have are usually with somebody else's girl yeah. or guy. <laughs> Just moving around. That's kind of yeah. how this town is too. We 
We call them homie hoppers. Homie <laughs> hoppers? Nice. <laughs> We've had a few of them. Oh, uh, that's... I, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I... Well, I guess I guess uh, I shouldn't say lucky enough, but uh, I, I've never really been in uh, in a small town uh, for any length of time, which I mean, it really is uh, you know one of those bittersweet things. So, like I've I've always had shit to do, but at the same time, I didn't have nothing to do, which I think is fun. We got a whole lot uh, of nothing. Yeah, I mean, I mean when, when you've got nothing to do, you end up figuring out different shit to do. and Like meth. Well, yeah, I guess that's, that, that's, that's one a, of those bitter parts. That's a big thing around here. Meth, yeah. and, uh, meth and suicide. <laughs> yeah, that's no good. No, there's a lot of nothing to do here. Um, we got hunting and fishing and camping. But we like to do that, but that's all summer stuff. When you've been stuck in your house for like six months, it gets rough. Yeah. Pressing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could imagine. There's 18 feet of snow outside, so you can't really do anything. Yeah. Bars are always packed, and I don't know. So uh, how far away from uh, Kanye's property are you? Uh, about six hours, probably. Oh, that's, that, that's a nice barrier. Yeah, he's on the other side of the state. That's good. I don't know how, how much time he spends here, but I heard he did uh, preach at a Sunday service recently. And uh, they got in a lot of trouble. I guess they were out chasing antelope or something and got a, a fine for t- chasing antelope. Really? I didn't know that was a thing, man. I didn't know you could get in trouble for chasing antelope. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, mean, I know. What, what, do you, people, what do you consider chasing antelope? I mean, I imagine they run a lot fucking faster than you. So Yeah, they can do like 60 miles an hour. Yeah. So, I mean, what? You... you Basically, I see that as just spooking antelope instead of chasing them. Yeah, but they are a nuisance. I'm going to be honest with you. Antelope are fucking everywhere, and there's a million of them, and they're a fucking nuisance, and I hate do, them. Do they taste good? Uh, they taste all right. I've only, I've only had, like, antelope jerky. Um, my wife had some antelope steak not too long ago. She said it tasted pretty good. But, yeah, antelope's hard because... Um, if you get anywhere near them, they take off running. And if you don't shoot, I don't know if you're into hunting or anybody that listens to this, people get offended about hunting. But if you don't shoot them as they're standing still, they get this adrenaline rush and that can ruin the meat. So you have to be very particular about your hunting antelope. <laughs> so, I mean, but how much does that ruin the meat? Like, is it just a, is it like really bad or is it just, you know, this, this could be a little bit better. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I've never hunted antelope myself. I could, I almost did last year or this year, uh, because there was a shit ton of them and we were out deer hunting and all we saw were antelope and they're like some pretty nice ones too. And they were actually letting us get real close to them. And I was like, God damn it. I wish I had my license for these guys. Cause I could just take that one out right there. Easy. But, well, isn't, isn't the adrenaline a factor in, in all, uh, animals or at least all like deer species and shit like that because i've heard that about deer as well like you want to you want to get a nice clean kill so that they don't run around for a while yeah yeah Uh, i don't think it ruins the meat too much uh, on the deer i've only got the one that i've ever shot but i've eaten deer my whole life 
and I've never, I've never been a fan of steaks. I'm not a fan of beef steaks either, which is a weird for a guy to say. I drink bitch beer and I don't like red meat. Fuck, fight me, I guess. Um, <laughs> well, that that was going to be my next question: is uh, what kind of beer are you drinking? I drink uh, Angry Orchard and a lot of Reds and uh, oh, so Henrys you, and stuff. So you weren't you weren't lying at all. No, no, no. I'm not a I'm not a man. Um, <laughs> People give me a lot of shit for it. And I, I've said this on Twitter, I think. Um, I got so much shit for drinking like apple beers and shit for so long. And now everybody's out there drinking fucking Natty Lights and Natterdays. Yeah, fucking Natterdays, White Claw. White Claw, truly. Yeah. yeah. They're all, all about the fucking White Claw now. I'm like, fuck you guys. I've been, a, yeah. I've been about this life for a long time. Yeah, no you can't shit. can't just join me. And then now all of a sudden it's cool. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Like it's not like they're gonna consider you an OG or anything. Like, oh no, no he's still drinking that fucking red shit. But, yeah, I mean, I I'll drink Bud Light and shit sometimes, but that even people consider that bitchy, I guess. Well, do you drink any booze or just beers? Just beers. I used to be a fucking animal. I was an alcoholic, like between eighteen and twenty. Pretty serious. Wake up, drink. Go to bed, drink. Just always drinking. I'd get up at ten in the morning and make myself a screwdriver. And I used to drink a lot of hard alcohol. Uh, Everclear was my drink of choice. I used to beer bong the shit. It's brutal. Yeah. Somebody would hold some Everclear up and somebody would hold some orange juice and I'd beer bong that fucking shit. Yeah, fuck and then that. I'd wake up, you know, halfway down the street with no clothes on or my head through a window or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I used to be pretty, pretty bad. And then I took a couple of years off from drinking. And when I came back, just like two or three beers would get me drunk and now I'm up to like six, but I'm pretty cheap, I guess. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I mean, shit, between like 19 and 26, uh, I had I had a pretty bad problem. Um, you know, caught it before it turned into like a, a permanent problem, I guess, and, and learned how to control myself and learned how to enjoy instead of overdo, I guess, uh, would be the, the correct way to put it. But Yeah, that's kind of how I was. I'm like, I took a long break, and when I came back, I was like, I'm not going to get wild and crazy like I was. Which is weird that some people can do that, and some people get addicted, and they can't even have a sip of alcohol, or they're going to go crazy. Yeah. So they have to like cut it out altogether. Yeah. Some people are like, I used to be bad, but now I can you know, have a few drinks. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of that is like a matter of uh, when, when you catch yourself. I guess. Yeah, maybe. Because like I said, um, you know, I was, I was going into a, a pretty deep pit and, um, you know, luckily I came to the realization on my own that I needed to knock that shit off for a while. And, um, yeah, I drink every weekend. I don't know if that's addictive, but it's, like I said, it's only a couple and, um, some people can have a beer at the end of work every night and they don't have a problem, you know? So I don't know. It's weird. Well, that's how I am sometimes. Like if I'm on days, you know, I, I like having a, a beer or two every night. Uh, but if I'm on 3 to 11s or midnights, uh, I I pretty much just uh, go to sleep instead of uh, having a drink or two. Well, alcoholism, people say is like, I don't know, the word inherent or in. What's that called? Inherited. Inherited. Yeah. yeah. But my dad's like a severe alcoholic. Yeah. I'm, I'm not that way. 
So I don't know. Oh, that's uh, my dad quit drinking. Uh, fuck, I don't know, probably close to uh, 30, 35 years ago now. And uh, he didn't have a single drink until uh, my little brother graduated high school. And we were all down there because they were in Joplin, Missouri. And, you know, of course, it's, you know, my little brother graduated high school. Uh, he, he drank occasionally. And, uh, you know, uh, when we were all down there for his graduation party, my dad was like, ah, I want to I wanna have a beer with all three of my boys, you know. Uh, so around the, around the campfire at one point in the night, you know, all four of us cracked a beer and, you know, that was a, that was the first time he had a drink in a long fucking time. And, um, now every once in a while, if I'm, if like, if they're in town and we're chilling in the garage here, uh, if I, if I'm drinking something that, that, uh, you know, like a scotch or a bourbon or something, he'll, uh, let me, let me get a sip of that. And like that, that's all he'll do. And, you know, just a, and there, there's, there's been a couple of times like, God, I don't know how the fuck you drink that shit. You know? <laughs> I was thinking about switching the camera so you could see me better. Huh? I'm not going to mess with it because I'll, I'll fuck it up. I get <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Yeah. I don't know. My dad was a severe alcoholic. He's been in, I think seven different rehabs and, None of them have worked. He always comes back and does the same thing. But, I mean, I guess he's staying busy. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a long time. He just started. He was in the oil field for 35 years and uh, forced into retirement because back in, oh, man, I don't remember. There's a time where the oil field wasn't doing great a few years ago. And uh, they kind of forced a lot of the big guys to to take a break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so he took a couple of years off and he, his drinking got real, real bad. And, uh, he just got another job consulting for a company somewhere out on a pipeline somewhere in North Dakota. So I don't know, staying busy, I guess. I think that helps Yeah, not drinking, but being, oh, for being sure. alone probably doesn't help. Yeah, exactly. Cause he's been gone like three weeks now and I've done that shit, man. I've, I've been in the oil field. My son was 10 months old. I was married like maybe two something, two years and something at the time. And I went to the oil field, man, it was fucking horrible. I was gone three weeks at a time, sometimes four weeks. It's rough. All you can do is Skype. I was Skyping my 10 year old or my 10 month old little boy, you know, it was rough. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I don't know how, I don't know how anybody does it. Like my, my cousin, he's uh he's like national training manager at, at Samsung and he's, he's on the road like all the fucking time. Yeah. And he's got two kids and it's just like, man, like I, I can't even imagine that. Like that's gotta be, that's gotta be so hard to do to, to, to not be there week in, week out. Like, I think that's definitely a single man's game, but single men don't need that kind of money. You know what I mean? I, I understand why people go into that, but it's, yeah, it's rough. I, you know, missing my kids growing up, I couldn't do it. I lasted six months in the oil field and I was like, no, I'm done. Yeah, I think I think he called it uh the golden handcuffs. Uh he had the golden handcuffs on like one time when when I was talking to him. Um you know, just you the 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 job has him locked in, you know. Uh if if he was to start over, 
uh, he wouldn't be able to support the family. So it's just, I, uh, I left the oil fields and, um, like two weeks later, I think I picked up my CDL permit and started driving for a company. So I got lucky and went into a different career. I struggled here and there. It takes a long time to get to where you want to be in truck driving. And you got to go through the shit first. I had a lot of shit driving jobs over the years and uh, just built, you got to build up your um, driving time. I guess a lot of, a lot of the really good companies want you to have like two years or whatever. And then you got to have endorsements and a lot of places want you to have tanker experience and things like that. So it took me a long time, but I finally got to where I want to be. I'm, I'm making decent money now, but I've been driving for six years. I just got this job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's, uh, somewhat local, not over the road. Yeah. I'm home every day. Yeah. That's nice. good. That's I don't good. go, I don't go over like 200 miles away from where I live. So, and I park my truck here in town. There you go. It took a long time though. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I got, I got probably 800,000 miles under my belt now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting there. So is that like something like that good to put on the resume, like, you know, the million mile mark or anything like that? Just, I don't know. I think it's more of just a truck driver thing. Like some companies, if you hit a million miles, they'll give you an award or something, but you got to be driving for them. I think, I don't yeah. think it matters if you're switching jobs. Yeah. Overall. But I think it's more of a, in the trucking community more than anything. Yeah. Or a lot of, you know, how many times I hear I've been driving 25 years. I mean, that's what every old man says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's like a thing people use like as their own gratification, I guess. Me, I've been driving six years and I can't wait to stop. Yeah, <laughs> I can't really do that. I mean, I got nothing else. I, I, it's, I got the golden handcuffs. Yeah, no, that's I, I'm at the steel mill, and uh, you know, it it, it sucks because I I just got a year in there, um, and you know, hear a lot of the old timers talking like, yeah, you know, counting down till retirement, you know, this and that. It's like, yeah, I got, got got another year. I'll put in, I'll put another three years, you know, something like that. It's like, yeah, I got a, I got 24 to go, you know, just right around the corner. Um, 24, tw after 25 years, I'll retire and you know, whatever. Yeah. I finally got a job with retirement. My last job, it was old trucks, old equipment, no retirement, uh, no holiday pay, no insurance. It was rough. Yeah. I finally got all the benefits, decent pay, retirement. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I mean, with the mill, um, you know, unions, we've got the, the union benefits and all that shit. So, um, you know, can't, can't complain. I mean, it's nothing, nothing glorious. I like my job though. Like I said, I operate a crane, so I'm, um, I got a climate controlled cab. So it yeah. doesn't matter what time of the year it is for the most part. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable up there. So I got to stand outside a lot. I mean, 90% of my job is driving, but when I got to load and unload, I got to stand outside. <laughs> yeah. That takes about an hour a piece. And in Wyoming, on numerous occasions, it has been 30 below zero. Yeah. <laughs> Which is rough. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, why I'll never move to Wyoming. It's not so bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm Northwest Indiana, Chicagoland. Uh, you know, it's not like we go through anything like overly brutal. Um, yeah, winters are inconvenient and summers could be a little hot sometimes, but nothing, nothing unbearable. But, um, 
Yeah, any, gotta, any, any moves are going to be more towards the southern region than, than anywhere else. I say the same thing every weekend or every winter. I'm like, can we move somewhere warm, please? But in the summer, I mean, we got so much freedom here. It's, it's a weird thing to say, but a lot of places, like you mentioned Chicago. Guns are illegal in Chicago. Yeah. Things like that. Uh, Wyoming, you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. There's no state tax. There's no income tax. There's five five percent. Uh, I can't remember. They take like five percent out of your check. It's not a lot. Five percent no. on. No, they don't take anything out of your check. Sorry. Five percent on like items that you buy at the store is five yeah, percent sales tax. Yeah, and then there's no tax on food products. Yeah, see, that's. I mean, most of the country is just fucking overtaxed. So yeah. Wyoming doesn't have a lot of tax, which I don't understand why a lot of big companies don't move here. I mean, we're right. Evanston itself is right off of 80. And there's not a lot of tax. And there's so much empty land. Yeah. I mean, Amazon could put a warehouse here, no problem. Get taxed a hell of a lot less, probably. And right on 80, they could ship trucks out all they want. Yeah, but logistically, uh, how far away are they from any like major cities uh salt lake city is 90 miles oh okay yeah and that's a pretty big one i think they have a warehouse in salt lake yeah. imagine if they moved it here they'd probably be a lot better off because salt lake or utah has some crazy amounts of tax also i'm being utah next week i take i'm taking four days off going up to st george yeah i hear utah i hear utah is just fucking gorgeous it's not bad it's no wyoming um, well, no, St. George is, uh, right, right. Like two hours from Vegas. So it's pretty warm. We go up there. My in-laws own a house up there. So we take some vacations and go stay in the house. Retirement home, I guess. Good. Yeah. It's a huge, huge retirement place. A lot of old people live in St. George. <laughs> they have a college that a lot of people go to and it's mostly colleges and like, gated communities for old people <laughs> that's pretty yeah. much all of st george <laughs> uh, you'll have that some sometimes but it's nice it's warm i like being warm we, we try to go at the colder months in uh, wyoming so we can stay warm for a little while but i only yeah. get four days off so whatever yeah i think that that was the worst part about switching jobs uh last year was that that was one thing whole foods had real nice pto um, and I think when I left, I had, I, I was getting like just about like six weeks every year, oh, somewhere, somewhere around there and going like starting over at the mill. Uh, I had to wait a year to get my one week vacation and, oh. and now next year I'll have two weeks. So like, that's, that's kind of brutal, but I mean, every, everything else, like the, the, the pros definitely outweigh the cons there. I think uh, they started me with five days vacation starting. And then next year, I'm going to get like a week and a half or something. And it goes up, you know, five years, you get two weeks or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about the company besides I've been going there my whole life and getting gas. So, <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> I mean, they seem to take care of their drivers pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is more than I could say for any other company I've worked for. Like, so far, they've taken care of me more than anyone else. And uh, so I was having this conversation with another truck driver. <clears throat> I don't know if you've 
you're familiar with truck driving and I get into this sometimes, but I was having a conversation with a guy and we were talking about that. And most companies, if they're kind of a shit company, so let's say something goes out in your truck, instead of saying, all right, let's get that fixed. They say, why did you break that? They blame you for breaking the shit. Yeah. And it's like this fucking truck's got a million miles on it, man. You think I broke the turbo? That yeah. turbo's got a million miles on it. <laughs> uh, it's just ridiculous. And and I've broke several things since I started this job. They never once blamed me for it. Yeah. You say, let's get that fixed. No, that's that was- nice. <laughs> That was kind of one of the funny things. Uh, when I was an EMT, I worked for a private service. And, you know, like our, our fleet had you know, like over 100 ambulances. And you had all shapes and sizes. And, um, you know, like I worked bariatric, so I would get sent on the bariatric calls, 300, pl- 300 pounds plus, you know. And, um, you know, in the garage, you'd hear, you'd hear crews bitching about like, oh, man, I got this rig, I got that rig, you know, this is – how am I supposed to work bariatric out of this little van instead of a fucking box ambulance, you know, this and that. And then, um, one day we picked up a flight crew out of one of the local airports to go pick somebody up from, from a hospital flying back to Canada. And it was funny because like we got them in the ambulance from the airport and they started bitch. Like, you know, they were talking amongst themselves and they were bitching about like, man, I can't believe they gave us this plane to pick up this guy, you know, cause it was a big guy. Like yeah. why'd they give us the smallest jet? You know, the the other one's just sitting in the hangar that we could have used and we would have all been, you know, we all would have had space and this and that. It's like, you know, it's it's kind of funny to hear them bitch about the same things that we're bitching about on the ground, but they're, yeah. they're bitching about what plane they got. Yeah. 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 And some pretty shit trucks, man. But uh, now I'm wearing brand new trucks and it's, it's a whole different game, which is nice. But it's still, truck driving's, it's, it's part of the job. Things break. That's just life. You break down. It's, it's oh. the life I chose, man. <laughs> people, I, I like snap people. Like I've been sitting here four hours, truck broke down or whatever. Like, Oh man, that sucks. I was like, it's part of the job, man. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> yep. That's the life of truck driving. You can't, you can't expect to run, you know, 8,000 miles and something not happen. Yeah. You're going to lose a tire or some stupid shit. So, uh, so are you guys able to smoke in your studio or no? Just vape? I vape in here. I, I think the guy, because I found cigarette butts in here. I think the guy that ran this place before we moved in smoked in here. Yeah. It's, a, it's an old-ass building. I'm sure in the 50s and 60s, everybody was. Yeah. Um, but like I said, a new company owns it. I don't know how they'd feel about that. So, We wanted to smoke cigars in here or something? Well, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Um you know, if you guys are able to smoke in there, I'll, I'll send you guys a few cigars and, you know, we'll, we'll do up, uh, the Herf cast. I just cracked the window open. I don't think anybody'd say anything, but I got another guy recording in here now. So I don't know if he'd bitch about it. I've got some pretty cool, uh, cigar boxes right where the TV's set up. I got, um, a bunch of antiques that I've collected over the years. And my mom just sent me some old school cigar boxes and stuff from, uh, from my grandpa because he passed away All right. she's trying she's giving me a little bit of stuff here and there that she finds that she think i'd like yeah at home i got some a whole bunch of cigar boxes i picked up at um like antique shops and stuff nice some pretty cool ones you into i can see all your boxes up behind you i don't know yep. if you collect them or not <laughs> uh that's 
I mean, it, it's nice decoration all, to throw them up on the, on the wall. Are those all brand newer ones? You don't have any like antique ones? No, none of them are like old or anything. Um, I might go through some of mine. Maybe I'll ship you one back because I got yeah. some pretty cool antique ones. Um, I don't know. Uh, you mentioned you played music. Uh, you could. Uh, I used to. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if it, if it's something you're into, you could have somebody turn those uh, turn those cigar boxes into uh, cigar box guitars. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of uh, a cool idea. I don't know if anybody does that around here. It's like I said, it's a small town. Most of the businesses we have don't last very long and if they do they're like super expensive and only the rich people in town shop at those places <laughs> yeah we have everything online around here i like pretty pretty much everything i've got in the wall they're all boxes that i've bought so yeah um i'm an antique guy man i like things made in the 50s and 60s i got like a, a huge lighter collection all from the 50s yeah yeah <laughs> i should show you that one of these days I'll take a picture after and, yeah. and, and post it in the group or something. Yeah. So they kind of um, go with what you do. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I, I heard cigars taste better with uh, matches though, instead of the, yeah. Um, I mean, generally, generally I use a torch lighter. Uh, if it's, if it's something that, if it's a cigar that's going to have more uh, like, uh, more like subtle nuances. I'll, I'll generally use a, a match or a cedar spill, um, and light it with that. But I, I'm in the camp that, or maybe maybe my, maybe my palate isn't that refined yet. But I'm in the camp that no matter how you light the cigar, um, after the first after the first few minutes, uh, you know, it's gonna like how the method of lighting isn't going to affect the the whole cigar. Um, in, in my opinion, but like I said, my, pa my palate might not just be that refined. Um, I mean, obviously, unless, uh, you're using a big old match with a lot of sulfur and you, you, uh, you light it with the sulfur instead of the wood. Um, you know, like before the sulfur wears off, you might, that might taint the cigar pretty well, but I've smoked a few cigars, um, when I had my kids and when I, I don't know why people do that, but whatever. And when my brother had his first kid, I brought him a cigar. And we smoked yeah. it out in the parking lot. Uh, I've always, I have always wanted to try a Cuban. I've never got the chance. And I think they're legal to sell in the U.S. now. No, not to sell in the U.S. Uh, you could bring them back. Like well, I knew that the trade you, opened up again in Cuba. No. It no, never opened up again? I thought Obama took care of that. No. I thought he reopened the trade. No, Obama was was working on it, um, and like he got it to the point where, like, if you traveled to Cuba, you could bring some back, hmm. Hmm. Uh, like you know, X dollar amount worth of tobacco you could bring back, tobacco and or booze, um, and then, uh, like I think I think it got up to like three hundred dollars worth uh, before it got screwed up, but I think, uh, like Trump, like stopped the Cuba traveling and whatnot, but I think it's still okay. Like if you travel to, if you travel somewhere, you could still bring them back, but I don't think that we could travel to Cuba directly as, as freely as we were 
as it was starting, it was starting to pick back up, but I think something that he did ended up putting a kibosh on that. I know he's always been uh, like one of his biggest things is the trade, but anyways, we're staying out of politics. <laughs> yeah. Let's not get back into that. No, that, yeah, that, I've always wanted just, to try one. <laughs> that That's just uh, what I know of it. Do you think you could order them online? Uh, technically no. You could probably find somewhere though. You would. definitely can. Like, I mean, yeah. have you ever uh, tried one? Yeah. That's, I've, okay. I've had plenty of Cubans, which I mean, uh, depending on what you're looking for, uh, they're, they're kind of overrated, overpriced. Um, what's your what's your go to then? What's your uh, what's your suggestion for people for a good cigar? Uh, Jessam Kral. Um, starting off, I, I like to recommend uh, as as cliche as it is, Arturo Fuente. Uh, their their baselines, like they they're they're easy to smoke. They're not expensive, um, and you could find them just about anywhere. Um, but, well, we have like, a smoke shop here, and they've got a a, a what a humidor, a humidor, humidor, a yeah. big one with a bunch of cigars in there. So yeah, maybe if I, I mean, see one of these brands, I can try it. Well, I mean, brand brands that the brands that I like. Now, keep in mind, like I'm I'm more of a a, a full bodied cigar type of guy. Uh, so I like I like the the stronger stuff, not the mild stuff. Uh, like and that's the thing with Cubans. Like most Cubans are are pretty mild. They're great in the morning with a cup of coffee, um, you know, because there's there's a lot more, a lot more like, like I was saying earlier, like subtle flavors that you could pick out of a Cuban. Uh, but for the most part, they're 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 pretty mild. Uh, you could find some stronger ones, but uh. Like as far as the 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 medium full full body cigars, you're you're gonna find JSK, the Jessam Crawl, uh, Roma Craft, Crown Heads. Um, you know, there there's there's a lot of great brands out there. So, mm. I don't mind a cigar, man. I used to smoke like six packs a day, <laughs> cigarettes, and then yeah. uh, I was really into prime times and stuff. And then I got into some of the bigger cigars here and there. But I don't mind a cigar. It's fun to have sometimes. I I definitely agree. But uh, on that note, I'm going to have to take off and get yeah, ready to go to work. Yeah, I knew you were getting so. ready to go. So go ahead and uh, plug your stuff. I'm going to pull up Song of the Week and all that stuff. So uh, TheHerfCast.com uh, is my website. I got a store there. You can find all my episodes. Um, like I said, it's a, it's a long-form conversation podcast uh, that usually centers around smoking cigars and drinking booze. So, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, I talk to I talk to whoever I can. Uh, there's a fair amount of local comedians, uh, stuff like that. But Twitter is the underscore Herfcast. Instagram is the Herfcast podcast. Uh, same with Facebook. So, uh, yeah, check out the website. Buy a shirt. Um, I got a Patreon on there. And if anybody's into trying out a cigar of the month club, uh, StogieBird.com is a great one uh, you could save five bucks with the code herfcast and janistaback.com uh the use the code herfcast for 15 percent off but they've both got great cigar of the month clubs plus you could buy regular cigars there as well so but uh yeah i think that's about it man uh song of the week this week goes to sonic octane with their single the reckoning you can find them on all things social media at sonic octane and that's current call records current check them out for all the 
cool bands that you've been listening to on our show. Uh, you can find me at STM Pod on all things social media. Follow me personally on Twitter at Never Been Funny with one E. Uh, DramaCityProductions.com for all things network. And I think that's all I got also. I don't know. We got a Patreon and shit. Nobody fucking cares. Anyways. Hey, I, I support you on Patreon. <laughs> that's true. You do. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Hey, no you're, problem, man. You're the only one. <laughs> I, yeah, that's. I, I couldn't remember how long ago I checked, but I think I was still the only one. But um, I've been trying. I've been pushing it. My buddy's like, why are you trying to get people to pay for a podcast that's free? I was like, there's extra stuff on there. Yeah. I don't know, man. Because I mean, people like to support your show. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's not. It's not required, so it's still free. Uh, but if yeah, you, but if you wanted to help us with new equipment, rents, I got. I mean, podcasting is expensive. It is. But I just, anyways. I just, I just like throwing money at a hobby. I guess so. Yeah, me too. I spend like a hundred bucks a month on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you probably spend way more than that. No, no. Oh, I thought you were paying like a lot for your website and stuff. No, my website is 200 bucks a year. Um, and I host my podcast on, on the website. I don't go through any service or anything. So oh, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to pay for a hosting service or anything like that. My hosting service is free. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. All I got to right. get ready. All right. We'll see you. We'll yep. catch you on the group. All right. Thanks a lot, man. We'll see you. Thanks. Bye. He's a dummy. Bye-bye.